Hey, DCAST listeners, this is Trevor Twining from Niagara Podcasters Network. If you want other local Made in Niagara podcasts, then head over to Niagara Podcasters Network. Our hosts are sharing stories and podcasts that are made for Niagara and by Niagara. Hope to see you there. You can find us at niagarapodcasters.org. Derek Vienhoff. Who's better known as Deke? Drinking liquor with DJ Deke, we out laughing. Yeah, Deke. Oh, yeah. Welcome to another one of the Decast shows. It's uh, episode something or other. I don't know how many. I got my buddy uh, James M here from Donnie Yonder. Uh, yeah, uh, welcome yeah. to up, the y'all? show. Thanks for having me, my man. Um, we're gonna get into like yeah, all the music and like you know all kinds of like like what's behind this whole thing. The past <laughs> that, expiration. That's what you got written down. I wrote that down because that's the only thing. <laughs> that's the one thing you got. Because I was just listening to it and I was like, I started a list uh, and then I just like was doing something else. So that's all, as far as I got. <laughs> That was the first thing, yeah. step one. Yeah. Well, that was the only CD that was uh, in my trunk <laughs> oh, today. Okay. It's really the only CD. We got the Don Yonder CD. That was Black Magic. Yeah, Movement. Black Magic. Roots, yeah. Don Yonder just has the one album. Uh, what's it called? I did the album cover. Over there. Over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You I, did a good job on that. Thing. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I forgot that I had done the album cover for that night. <laughs> yeah, I went yeah. to go listen to the album and uh, I saw that. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. You and... Uh, you did the album cover. You did the back. Yeah, I did the Marcel, text on the back. Shout out Mufik. He did the design. Yep. For the Donnie Yonder symbol. Yeah, the logo. Mm-hmm. And now you got the pins. Mm-hmm. Exclusive gold Donnie Yonder pins by Press Time Designs. Oh, Shout yeah. out Press Time. Shout out Press Time. Exactly. It's all local. It's a local hustle. Yeah, um, yeah. Keep it in the family, man. But before we get to all the music stuff, well, we were just talking about mobile libraries uh-huh. when you were a kid, and this spark. This was sparked from the Nick Carr conspiracy. Uh, about the the mobile knife sharpening guy does in an ice cream truck, which does exist. Does so exist. now we I'll back that up. We too. figured that out, and we also have in my neighborhood at least the mobile library. Roll up in your hood, a little RV, and it have uh, all the best books that your school library didn't have. Yeah, you buy them for a buck. That's the most expensive one back in the day. Like, like books with like tomes and spells in them or something, or just I'm like, talking like Clifford, the big red dog. But the but the version, but the one you never got. Yeah, that's good cool. stuff. Um, the black market. This is in Welland. You were born and raised in Welland. Or? No, I was born in uh, Edmonton, Alberta. Oh, okay. Shout out Edmonton. Yeah, yeah. yeah my, I got a little crew in Edmonton. Coast. I got a uh, my friend Alex uh, is a music producer, and then. Uh, I met all his friends through basically the internet. Oh, nice. We met when we were like 12 or 13 playing video games. Hmm. And then so I've flown out there, and then he's flown out here. 
And like it's like when you meet their group of friends, they like give you a bag of weed, you know, like party. It's like it's like you know these guys forever. Yeah, it's dope. So Edmonton's cool. I'll be out there uh, one month, I think, out in Edmonton. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So north side or south side of Edmonton? Shit, I don't know, man. Fuck it, you were two. Uh, <laughs> I literally, oh. <laughs> I moved back when I was three. I, I okay. moved to uh, okay. Welland when I. Was so you three. don't talk. You never talked with an Edmonton accent. Do you? Do your uh, Do your rents talk with like an Edmonton accent? You no, know, well, my mother okay. was born in uh, Scotland. Oh, okay. In Glasgow, yeah. Hmm. So she has a little bit of accent. She has a strong one when she's talking with her ma and her sisters. But oh yeah, yeah. And then like, my my dad's a mutt. Oh, yeah, he's a mix. Yeah, and I got some weird, uh, when I was younger, people used to tell me I sounded American or some shit like that, but I don't know. Canadian. Well, we do have a bit of a lisp or like a, like a speech thing. Is it a lisp or is it it's technically something impediment. else? Yeah, no. But it a... sounds sick, though. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> and it adds to, like, your, your raps, too. Sure. I mean, I was in speech therapy for, like, four years when I was a kid. I couldn't mm. say, uh... My tongue was too big for my mouth. I couldn't say my S's. And my I was just going to say, because cause sometimes it's a physical. Yeah. It's not It's not just uh, kids who can't pronounce the thing right because of the. the it's not like you, a, it wasn't a brain yeah, thing. Yeah. It, it was like my mouth. Thing. Right. Yeah. I need a new tongue. <laughs> a tongue transplant. <laughs> yeah. So I started, uh, yeah, trying to get rid of the lisp, which I did a little bit because it was bad. Right. But, but it adds character. I can hear it right now on this. Especially. <laughs> yeah. When you play it back, you'll uh-huh. be listening to it. <laughs> So, um, did you ever, were you ever like, uh, so that was a thing when you were younger, so were you ever self-conscious of it when you're recording yourself, or did you just kind of always like, um, it is what it is kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, I just let it, let it fly. Yeah. Like, Donny, we, we do most of the stuff in one take or live off the floor, and it mm-hmm. is what it is. I, mm-hmm. I got a list, but sometimes on some words, we'll have to run it through a DSer because hey, I'm literally see? like... Exactly. Track, yeah. Exactly. But ninety nine percent of the time, we just let it ride. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'm lisping all over, oh, that's my phone. Oh, it's all good. Oh, snap. <laughs> that's terrible etiquette. Oh, it's okay. It's a, it's a low, it's a low budget show, folks. You know, uh, yeah. So, yeah, um, paid me a grand to come here. Hey, <laughs> hey, I'm not supposed to say that on air. Um, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Donnie Yonder and. Um, also with Black Magic, but even more so with Donnie Under, I find that the jammy aspect of it, you guys utilize that a lot. Like, <clears throat> the openness and the band, kind of the cohesiveness of the, of the band. And, like, that one song where you don't do a hook, and you're... you're uh, that's one of my favorites, by the way, the one with the video, and the, you're driving in the, the car. Yeah, stop trying. Stop trying. Mm-hmm. And you, the hook, the non-existent hook, yeah, these are great uh, coasters. You <laughs> yeah, stick, stick to your... To the cup your you're like, what's where, what's going on here? Where's the band and all this? This is the aspect of the the music. It's like garagey kind of, yeah, right? That was a one-off too. I mean, uh, we just jammed that out, and I didn't know what was going on. The band was messing up. So it was legit. It wasn't. It, was legit, it wasn't planned. Yeah. That's interesting because yeah, it, yeah. it could sound either way. If you if you told me it was planned, I would probably believe you. And if you told me, no, we just did it literally, yeah. and then uh, I came up with uh, obviously the second verse in it was a was a written verse that I, I had off the top. Not was, off the top. But I say it right before it. I'm like, off the top of the dome. Oh, okay. I lie. Right, right. right. <laughs> I rhymed 16 bars on the same syllable. I ain't doing that you do that top. a lot. You do multi-syllables. You do, um... You remind me a little bit sometimes of Common. Not to, not to make, like, a direct comparison, nothing but, like, how he'll do, um... Um... So, ah, fuck. How do I, how do I explain this? Like, 
Uh, like his rhyme padding? Like, like one-syllable words, but like three in a row. And sure. make that kind of like, like you said, like diggity and and jiggity and like kind of like stuff like <laughs> I don't that. Really use those words? No, much, no, right? not yeah. those words, but kind of like. Um, uh, no, I feel you know, Big L was the was the king of that. Okay. The two two word rhyming at the end. He's so crazy. You listen yeah, to yeah, any of his end stuff. End of his bars. End of his bars is always this that this that that. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. I wish I could think. I was of thinking of the heist. When, whenever I think Big L, the heist comes to mind, or like Ebonics, but. Uh, about that freestyle with Jay Z, seven minute freestyle. You ever heard that? You're yeah, but that? the thing, well, no, but the thing is, see, I had to like catch on to a lot of the '90s rap a bit later, like uh-huh. in my high school years. Yeah. But um, but I also have have I haven't listened to a lot of it for so long, like so I have to go back sometimes and listen to like Get a uh, refresher. From yeah. It, yeah, I remember you riffing on uh, me and Mufik before saying how uh, all our favorite rappers are. Uh, old school 90s uh, boom bat rappers yeah yeah they're all something to something you know like oh like what, the damager jeru the damager jeru the damager or, one of my favorite rappers grew mm-hmm. up on him shabazz the disciple you know, <laughs> yeah, one, yeah. one of my second favorite rappers grew up on him just like myself deke the dj yeah dj deke in the house james the rapper Donnie Yonder, D.Y. Flyboy. Do people ever put you in a box as a rapper and like call you a rapper and does it ever offend you or do you consider yourself a rapper I mean, that's that is what sure. you do. I rap, yeah, definitely. But then, uh, you know, we write a lot of music, and uh, we're singing, and I'm writing a lot of singing. And yeah, it's collaborative, right? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who writes so. all the, for Donny Yonder, for example? Do you? Um, I would assume you write all the verses, but do you write all the hooks too, or does or does some people contribute as well? I write all the uh, lyrical content throughout the whole thing, bridges, hooks, verses. But then uh, I'll reach out to the more musical people. Like the people in my band, Caleb, mm-hmm. Justin, Matt. Caleb's a drummer. Caleb's a drummer. Uh, Justin Dunlop, he is, yeah, Caleb Moreau's a drummer. And he's like the heart of Donnie Yonder, too, you know. We wouldn't even be a band if it wasn't for right. him. Right, you got him singing a lot of the hooks. He's like, he's in the singing, videos. He's singing every hook. He's yeah, singing every yeah, hook, yeah. He's the man, right? And then uh, Justin Dunlop, incredible Hamilton bass player of the year. Just great bass player. Uh, he's our... Bass player. <laughs> and then his brother, Matt Dunlop, incredible musician, our guitar player. Mm. Uh, Troy Dowding, our freaking trumpet player. He rocks with my son, the Hurricane, too. And uh, right. a bunch of jazz bands. And uh, everybody's so incredible. DJ K Flip, obviously. K Flip gets around, too, eh? K Flip, he does get around, but he's been, you know, he's been my go to since day yeah. one. Since Black Magic. Half Shout out K Flip. What's yeah. up, K Flip? Um, I know he he used to listen to Deke Radio a lot in the beginning days. He's like he'd like share that shit and stuff. Like I had like before podcast days it was more every Monday night I'd do this live just spin jams from like my bedroom and just broadcast it. And you could tune in on like I don't know the stream kind of thing. Why well, he's slipping now? He ain't supporting his voice. Oh! Hey, yo, Flippy, what the deal? No, Call he's, he's probably sharing stuff. But <laughs> yeah, he's listening. Yeah. Um, he's always a part of it. Mad love, Flippy. We love you. I man. find that interesting though the crossover. Uh, Amongst those bands, like um, even uh, Theater Crisp, and then uh, you know from Black Magic to, and then even Grizzly Planet. Webster was in Grizzly Planet. Mm-hmm. Like you were Grizzly Planet. Yeah, I was yeah, in Grizzly yeah, Planet. Yeah. It was like kind of my brainchild. Uh, yeah. At one point, like it was one of my birthday parties where we all just jammed for the first time. And then we're like, and then I had to quit the band because I was on curfew for a while. I couldn't go out. Mm. And so they are all playing shows. It's with be a gangster <laughs> for you. Yeah. <laughs> but no, but I. I it's interesting um, 
how you guys are all, um, I don't want to say similar sound, because you all got your own thing, like each one of those bands that I listed, uh, but I love, it's it's an interesting fusion of similar uh, genres, hip-hop, Definitely. rock, uh, funk. Like. Well, as much as we are the same, we are uh, almost grouped in the same genre, we're, again, could be put in totally different genres from sure. uh, My Son the Hurricane. They do have an MC, Jacob Birdsmart. Yeah. Incredible writer, wicked yeah. dope dude. They're also a 14-piece brass mm-hmm. band, which, like, mm-hmm. I can't compare my band to that. We have one horn player. But how like, many in uh, Donnie Yonder? Uh, eight Seven, and nine, eight. right? Mm. So, and then uh, Theater Crisp, got a wicked MC, Kyle Petch, incredible. Um, they have a live tap dancer, mm-hmm. Cox, keeping the uh, That's keeping to do with the, the dreads? Rhythm. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's incredible, too, man. And, like, can't really compare ourselves to them either, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, we just, uh, the one thing we do do is keep everything live off the floor and really jammy. And uh, yeah. I like to, uh, I really loved gangster rap growing up. I still do. I listen to that nine mm. and all those, mm. like, really gangster shit. And uh, that's what I like to do still. I like to make music. But you I put like it in there, though. To. You put, and, and even with Sosa in Black Magic, you, you guys really put that, that stuff in there. Sosa reminded me a lot of, like, a black thought. Mm. mixed with i don't know like a nas or something like just is dope as hell yeah he's dope but uh you know you had the evergreen cypher too do you and true that's the first verse i ever wrote in my life the evergreen cypher yeah what yeah i thought you'd been rapping for like a long time that That was was like six years ago yeah or seven years ago that's six years ago i never did uh any music before six years ago what that's crazy the first thing i did i uh started off um matt Matthew Orlando, motherfucking DJ Magic, and Sammy Sosa, they were rocking their thing out, calling each other. They were called Black Magic at the time. Okay. And uh, Sosa Man was going through uh, Hype Mans because nobody could keep up with him. Mm-hmm. And I always loved him. I used to, uh, I always loved his raps. I used to freestyle back in the day when I was 15, 16, 17, nonstop every day in the park with my boys beatboxing and all that. For fun. Started so just, out for fun. Yeah, just yeah. for fun. So then he he asked me uh, if I go help him blast out a show at uh, Scene Fest. Okay. At, I think it was called Rockaway. It's Detour now. Okay, I'm trying to think if I saw you there or might have seen you at the Scene Fest the year later. Or when something. we were on main stage. When did you ha- when did you get the shirts with the red that was, logo? That, that was, was the, the second time. Yeah, yeah, that's when I saw you. So my f- the first time I rocked a stage ever was at Scene Fest, right? And then we got together. Uh, I was like. I was on stage and uh, you know I was singing the hooks and I knew everything and people were going wild and I was like oh shit yeah yeah this is it the you next fell morning, in love with it the next morning I woke up and I'm like you know what I'm a rapper now <laughs> that hey. is it I'm I'm just gonna start writing music so we got together I knew a whole bunch of bandmates like Robbo and we had Podio on the horns and uh, the original band was crazy Camel Nice a whole bunch of great musicians and. Uh, we got together, Black Magic. We rocked out Bridgestock in Welland. It was a big festival. Okay. It was our first show. We played with like uh, Poison the Well and Street Pharmacy and a couple of wild bands. Okay, yeah, I remember those names. Yeah, I yeah. know. I know people. People are into those from around here. I, I'm this, this yeah. music. I'm not uh, f- that familiar with. Street but. Pharmacy. Shout out Street Pharmacy. They did that that house show with you guys. That that uh, house party show. I think no. Oh, that tripping. party. Woo! Save Woo! the house party. Save the house fun. party? We saved the house, too, yeah. Oh, you did save the house yeah, from the party? Did. Yeah, from the party, yeah. 
Uh, it was wild, though. That was, uh, that was a band that doesn't exist anymore. Bitter Hearts. The Ceremonial Snips. That's what I'm thinking. That's my who bad. rocked that with us, yeah. That was wild. Huge it was spider. wild. I'm glad I got to get out there. That, uh, yeah. It's, that's, that was, <laughs> that was yeah. a crazy night. That was Black Magic Days. Yeah, that was right before uh, we had the DJ change from Magic to K-Flip. Oh, okay. And then K-Flip stuck. Magic took off. And then, uh, yeah, Black Magic disbanded. Everybody, like our drummer, he got his master's in psychology. And oh, he's like, there you go. He's like, should I drum for your rap group? Or should, <laughs> should I? Like, career. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that, you know, that was the ending of that. Sos Man moved out west, out to Calgary. He's still out there? He's still out there right now. He's coming back in March. I'm going to try and throw, uh, throw a show or something. We're going cool. to a Raptors game, yeah. We just did a jam together, though, with uh, DJ ITM. Shout out, Ill Table Manners. Hey, shout out, Ill Table Manners. Yeah, it's called Listen Without Ears. We got a lyric video for it. It's a wild track, man. It's one cool. of my favorites. The beat is crazy. Sosa kills it. I kill it. <laughs> lyric video made by uh, LyricViz.com. Shout out, Ill Vibe. LyricViz.com, that's a great, that's a great name for that uh, product. You know what? Pioneers, Straight those to the guys point. are, yeah. Number one website for it in the world, I'm pretty sure. It's my boy from uh, Toronto. Oh, really? i got to check it out. Yeah. I've probably come across them before. Yeah, they you just... shot him up, man. He's like uh, right up your alley for uh, business. Oh, yeah? So, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, speaking of leaving music for a career, I, I always think about this, especially lately for me, because I've kind of been slacking on the beats a bit. Yeah, where your beats at? Yeah, huh? I know, right? <laughs> and it's funny because, like, everybody says that to me, all our musicians, friends and stuff. It's like, yeah, let's do a track. Like, of course, like, the the attitude's always there with me. Like, yeah, let's do a track. The problem is when the taps run dry and, like, there's just nothing. It's writer's block, essentially. Yeah. Some writers are like, that's a myth. Like, I've never had writer's block. I just, you just sit down and you work. You just do it. But for me, lately, you gotta have your heart, have your heart in, and you gotta really want to do it. You know, yeah, you need inspiration, maybe. You know, you need inspiration, you need and a maybe fire spitter to come along. Yeah. And the problem with me too is in that regards, like all you guys are fire spitters. Like, there's so many hot MCs from from around here that you, uh, yeah, you name, all could... name a bunch of hot MCs from around here. Marcel, woo, Crumble, Fire, Drew, Drew. Well, where's Drew? <laughs> Where is Drew? That's what everybody's asking. I see Drew. I'm friends with him on Facebook. He's uh. Drew's the man. Drew's the man. What we got to do is get him back. Get him back Bring in the rap. Home. Oh, that's, I think Bring Marcel's been trying that his whole life. Yeah. It's like, Marcel writes tracks and does, like, not sneak disses, but sneak, like, <laughs> encouragement to his yes. friends. Yeah, yeah. And, like, Future you guys need to keep rapping. Man, like, uh, Adrew made the song The Void. And then he With left. Two, the, man. And yeah. then he left. Then the he left. Void. That yeah. was a good uh, finisher. Good with that. Yeah. It was a good finisher, though, if, if you have to leave it at that. Uh-huh. Bring it back. Where's Sazy, too, man? Sazy? Yeah, he's got a couple new videos out. Ooh, man, he did all that uh, Dragon Ball Z yeah, saga. all that. Got some buzz off that. Got some buzz off that. And then he was doing another uh, installment of that, I think, or something. Well, he Somebody did. told me he quit rapping, and I was like... Well, he did, because... He, did he, though? He well, for a moment. Rapping. It's like Michael Jordan. Life, no, like, he's yeah, like Michael Jordan. You can't... quit rapping. Yeah, it's... Uh, but going to quit you know, having skin. I think he's <laughs> one of those guys that'll just, like... He's been working at it for so long. Uh-huh. He's went through so many like uh, just different like styles and like like he's probably got like a million verses. Got a million verses. Got some fire tracks out there. And I could understand from from a guy like him, especially because um, you kind of 
you're very close to kind of popping, yeah. like like he's popping all over the like Canada and shit. But like he's 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 as f- just in comparison with like I don't know artists in Ontario. Like he's been at it for a while, and people sure, know his name sure, and stuff, yeah. and his and his music. He's but a family man too, right? So he's got responsibility. That's the thing. So that. so so you know, he, he's definitely not run out of material, but. He, he, it was. I think it was a tweet he made or something. He's taking the time that's out. It that's it. Yeah. 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 But Say, that's why like don't me you right now. Send him a fire B, and we'll get everybody fucking back on. Hey, Drew, Faisy, get the whole old nine oh five crew. Straight up, shout Started out Arsenal up. Beat Chef. Uh, cause yeah, I, I gotta get him on here too. He's. he's he, I was he's trying to call him. I do everything last from home with though. You know, like I messaged him yesterday. I called him two times today. Yeah, I couldn't no, get him he's on gonna here. hop on here, uh, but that's an interesting uh, perspective. Beach, Bring back 905 hip hop. Bring back 905, man. It didn't go anywhere. It didn't go anywhere, it's but it's sleep. For a bit, it's sleep. Yeah. It's just people sleep. sleep. Having a nap. That's it. But but, however, yeah, that's. I guess with me, I found a couple artists like like in Miami and Detroit, like on Twitter and whatever. So I'm like trying to send them music because in my mind, not the not that all my friends aren't great musicians, but I'm like. Is there a next level or or a move I can make that could 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 sort of make it have a bigger effect uh, just on me personally, I guess? Because, like, some of these yeah, guys definitely. I'm fans of, and I, I connected with one guy that was in Danny Brown's crew. Nice. And I was just a fan of his, and then I, it, it occurred to me, why don't I fucking send him a send beat? Send him a beat. So I, I did that. We made two songs. And like, I think the one was on uh, your album there, no? Yeah. Yeah, yeah one was on there, that go. really dark one. That's yeah. just like... That's the heaviest shit I've ever made. Maybe dance with Toby G is pretty heavy, but dance is a little more jokey. Yeah. This, this one's like heavy. Where I listen to it, I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Like I like that. that I like it's that. A big track, man. Yeah. It's crazy to make something and then because I hate all my shit, like ninety five point nine percent. I hate all <laughs> yeah. my shit. So to, when you make something where you can, a couple years even go you're by, and you're like, hey, almost, I like that yeah. still. That's like I'm not cool. for pride, but it's good to. It's just yeah, not so much pride, but be happy but with what you've. What I always think know? about is the is the, the eight year old you were the ten year old you were the twelve year old you like what would you think of the you now creatively? I always think that's so cool to think like when I was trying to draw Dragon Ball Z and do all these uh-huh. and paint when I was a kid like I didn't know I was gonna make music yeah but then just to have that kind of perspective to see the accomplishments yeah, yeah. yeah would you yeah. want to be when you were a kid? What did I want to be? Yeah, a paleontologist. Really? Yeah. Well, why aren't you? Did you change your mind, or you just? I, th- I don't think I'm smart enough. No, oh, that's not, no, not true. On, I just I didn't uh, do the books. I didn't hit the books, man. In high school, you're still young, man. Still young. High school? Fuck high school. No, but I like I you I didn't go, get marks so that I could, could get into a univer- a competitive university. Right now, you could go to university 100. Mm. percent You could get accepted as a mature student. That's true. Four years, uh-huh. you have your master's or some shit. No, that's true. But do I want to quit my job or start working part time or do I want to go into debt? These are all the questions. Yeah, that, man. Here's, yeah, it's, it's just it, numbers. <laughs> yeah, man. Die in debt. I, I read true. on the internet the other day. CBC's like the world is a uh, three hundred trillion dollars in debt. Yeah. Well, like who cares if I? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't have a bank account. I got no debt. I got nothing. But right. uh, if I did, man, it fucking rack me up. I'll die with it. You know, as I mean? long as put it I, on my gravestone. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm not. I don't think I'm old enough to know enough or to care enough to know enough about what we're talking about. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. if that makes any nah, sense, like yeah. about death tax and like your estate tax and shit. It's like if I have kids, like, oh my god, like who's gonna inherit my debt? But um, bankrupt or also, everything. yeah. But it's like when the the countries owing each other debt is more of a money in some sense is not real. 
But however, there is what's real is repercussions of not doing certain things. Like not that a con- one country's like, hey, if you don't pay your debt, the U.S. we're gonna attack you. Like it's not that black and white. But like you know, trade embargoes or whatever, like like halting certain trade. It's like this gets so complex. You know, they're talking about the, the the Trump wall, and they're talking about you know that's just really gonna fuck with the U.S. because uh, Mexico's threatening like a trade. Uh, stoppage or whatever for certain sure, things yeah, so like yeah. it's if trump's talking about bringing back jobs to all these people well if you stop the fucking car parts coming in <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, i feel yeah and then they're yeah. like well wait a minute this whole thing's fucked but i don't know what that has to do exactly with money not being real but it just just where my mind went nah, that's good though that's good fuck money man fuck money but money, you want to make money, money though you got to make money you know i want to make enough money so that uh buy my mom a house She's got a house. She's okay. Yeah, my mom was good. My whole family's good. They're all, like, fucking strong, independent people. Uh, you know, my mom's got her own house by herself. My pop's got his own house by herself. There you Both go. my sisters are married. Uh, everybody, you know, made themselves from nothing to what they are. And then there's me. I rent. And then I, I live rent. in... I rent. And then I live in, like shacks and hostels true true <laughs> that's it well you know there's some Sleep people in the, the world beach. that um they don't even get to choose what to eat not only do they not some people they some don't people have don't food get to eat, yeah. some people don't have food but then some people they have food but they don't get to choose what they eat they eat what's available that's me <laughs> <laughs> fried beans i'll take whatever. toast yeah well oh picky people picky people drive me crazy man oh yeah They're like I don't like green beans, and I'm like, you've never been poor a little bit. You don't like green beans. What don't you like? Uh, get over it, you know? But we have the leisure, the luxury of, of being picky, so, you know, exactly. let's enjoy it. Like, fucking well, that's like taking an a hot point. shower, you know what I mean? Like, they say don't waste the water. I'll tell you one thing. I'll never take a hot shower for granted in my life because it's one of the most luxurious things. Hot running Boom, water. Boom, shakalaka. Damn, man. Mm. My girlfriend likes long hot showers. Gotta do it. And uh, yeah, guess what? Well, especially when you don't pay the the water bill. <laughs> yeah, up in here. Yeah, that's nice. But um, I don't know. Bill Nye might say should not leave the water running so much when you're brushing your teeth. I don't sure. know what's the difference. You run, the water runs, goes back in the system, then fucking we put more pollution in it, and then it runs back in our yeah, butts. Yeah, I, I mean know. it's harder on our system on the recycling plants. It's supposed to. So. But I mean, like really on the grand scale. It's uh, just a minor difference, but on the even grander scale, it's all the minor differences that make up anything. So it's like everybody plays a part. Yeah. Well, I like what you said about um, uh, the sh- the shower thing and like not um, not taking it for granted, right? But all and also so, so that combined with the people who complain about their iPhone, this and that. It's like you have an iPhone. If yeah. you have the right you you don't want to complain about everything in your life but you have luxuries so you're living you're just living a different kind of life than the person that can't choose their food and eats whatever dirt in africa yeah. or whatever it is problems but are relative problems are relative but that doesn't mean we can't have perspective of course and, and empathy you know it's like yeah uh, meet people where they experience like kind of meet their experience halfway sure most people have like uh what i say like empathy as far as their eyes reach so yeah, like for the people around them, they're uh, empathetic and uh, they feel for them. And but anything further than that, 
the yeah. blind too. But isn't That's that interesting? Because we're all kind of like that. I don't think it's off topic. Because well, we try not to. We I, try I know a not lot of people to be. Aren't like that. There are what a lot of people call uh, the bleeding hearts, and uh, you know, there's a lot of bleeding hearts. that don't know what they're talking about. But there's just a lot of compassionate, empathetic, true, real people out there. I know what you're saying. Shout it's like all, all the people who changed their profile pic to French flag when the when the those, are, those people are the real heroes. They're the real <laughs> heroes. Yeah. They're, no, nothing against that. They're thoughtful. Like, it's a, yeah, sure. I mean, they, if it makes you feel like you're doing something and you could influence somebody else to have a, a positive energy or a positive thought, then uh, it's hard to ahead, argue that know? it doesn't do anything. Sure, you it's know. Hard to I argue mean, that. Does prayer do anything? Exactly. For some people, it does everything. For other people, it does nothing. I also believe in unmeasurable for. It sounds crazy. Unmeasurable forces, but I mean like. If you're praying, for example, it might not do something measurable by science of today and our instruments of today, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that something's not happening. Sure, like the, um, you know, if you put it towards like a book, that shitty book or the movie, The Secret, you ever watched yeah, that? Yeah, really like, yeah, that piece of shit. <laughs> what a piece of shit. I was so upset with that, man. I never watched it, but like, I, 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 I read a part of the book. You, you only got to read one paragraph of the book mm-hmm. to get the whole thing because it's literally repeating the same thing over and over. Yeah. And then it's like in the movie, the dude, he's like pretending he's in his race car, <laughs> changing gears. Man, don't do that. And don't dream of wanting race cars, you know? like Just dream want, of regular things. Want something good, you Happiness. know? Happiness. Happiness for other people. Comfort. Yeah, man. Fuck. But yeah, the secret is dumb in the sense that I mean, it's good because uh, uh, that—that's what I was saying. Like, it goes it's a con- hand a con- in hand with uh, prayer and stuff like that, and meditation. Good and intentions, just doing good deeds. It's like what you were saying. Like the uh, the other forces, you put it out there, and it comes back to you. you. Put out good vibes. You know, a good tree bears good fruit, as the Bible says. Right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so important, man. Put uh, a lot of us just expect. It's something like we're against life. It's like me against the world or something. Like it's like the world is doing things to me. It's something bad happens. Oh, why does this have to happen to me? It's because everything is terrible. That's why. <laughs> yeah. But then at the same time, everything is good. Everything's know? beautiful. The, the next moment, everything is beautiful. So then, nothing matters. <laughs> like that's what it comes down to. Like everything is everything. Yeah, and nothing matters into in an, in and of itself. We put matter and meaning. We we yeah. map that on the world. So Let, to let's speak. just live with what we have in the moment, and uh, that's a big fad right now. And I'm glad it's becoming more of a living fad in the moment. Like, yeah, it started off with all that and like the Eckhart Tolle and all that stuff. Sure, because it's great because uh, it's a new that's age. a philosophy that I've had my whole life. It's not even a philosophy. It's just the way my parents raised me. They're always so supportive. You're and, lucky. Uh, oh, very lucky. I had very little. Uh, I never wanted to do anything bad, so yeah. I never had any rules or regulations or stipulations. They right, never right, pushed right. me into anything. Or I, one thing, I wish they like forced me to play piano or some shit. That's like, funny because a lot of people hated that. Like, yeah, but in, now they could like play beautiful piano. Exactly, and, but they don't care. They're just like playing yeah. Mozart. And they're like, fuck, fuck oh, fucking oh. piano. Yeah, I'm black belt piano. But that's or it's whatever. interesting because people force you to do something you don't like it. But when you don't get forced or you don't do it, you're like curious and you want to yeah. try it. You want to be good at it. Like, Here, here's something I want to touch on. Okay. I think that every school on the planet 
Wait, first of all, I should do my research before I, <laughs> before I shit this out of my mouth. Maybe I'll ask you a question. Okay. Uh, sign language, synonymous mm-hmm. throughout all the languages, right? Yeah, yeah. Why? Don't, Don't they teach do you in school? Do you know sign language? No. Do I know sign language? No. <laughs> Maybe. I, I, <laughs> I don't, but I, I'm like, I should. I'm guessing. trying to learn. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to learn right now. And okay. the thing is, it's like, that is the one language, like mathematics and science. It's universal. That's yeah, universal. It's universal. It's actually universal. English and is it's, up there, but hand it's ASL. Or... English isn't, you know. Go to a little city in uh, Argentina, you know, not on the coast in the mountains well, no, and try and speak English. No, but, like, I mean, just like... in the Europe and, like, you in Asia, they teach you English in school. So, right, like... Sure. I'm an English teacher, actually, too. Oh, really? Right? Mm-hmm. So I teach you a little something. Did, something did you ever teach overseas or anything? Or just... No, no. Whenever I'm overseas, I always end up, like bartending or working in the hospital or arm wrestling for money or something. Cool. Like what, do you just do you travel a lot? Uh, as much as I can, I yeah. guess. Not as much as I should. Mm. But, you know, maybe not so because I, I have such a good thing in Canada that the only thing I don't like about Canada, if we were closer to the equator, I would never leave. I'd never go it anywhere. It gets cold. I'm just not a fan uh, at all. M- you know, yeah. Mexico beautiful three and a half hours away like yeah. it's like me moving north of toronto and i could still make it back here to yeah, see yeah. my family it's no. like a day it's yeah. like a day drive or something no problem. Go back. i come here and i can fly back to mexico in the same night and be okay with it it is goddamn cold man sometimes this past winter hasn't been too bad no a couple no. days some days were yeah bad. talk about global warming you know shit saying? like we uh, talk about global warming. one of these podcasts me and my buddy mike talks the whole i've time. seen it like, I'm an old fart, man. I was born in 84, and since I, I moved here and since I have a memory of, yeah. like, being a child, yeah. the geese used to migrate. Even though we're more southern Canada, mm-hmm. they still migrate south to, I, I see know. them motherfuckers lost once in a while, and they, they, lately they're like, they don't know what's going on. Man, for the past maybe, like, since 2006, 2007. They're they've, going retarded. They've never left Welland. They don't even leave our city because there's... No matter how shitty it is here, yeah. there's always one place in one of our fields because, yeah. you know, Welland's surrounded by uh, farm country, mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of, you Wayne Fleet people, if anybody hears this. But uh, they don't go anywhere. Yeah, they could always find a piece of grass or a fucking It's not just like shelter. Arctic. It's not yeah. covered in the They don't iceberg. have to leave anymore. That is weird. See, and, and I mean, that's just anecdotal, but... 18 degrees... Oh, they, yes, I mean, every year is record hotter than the year before. They, yeah, they've been showing records. that. But the thing is with people, they move the goalposts of the argument and they say, yeah, there's global warming, but either it's not that bad it's, it's, and it's alarmist to say that we need to spend money on it. They say that, like, uh, it's actually going to help crops. And then you're like, well, <laughs> it'll help crops for, like, a few months. <laughs> yeah. And then it doesn't. Like, there's these arguments and then there's just another argument that, that the other side will say that just makes sense and then you're like why are these people trying to say that it's not yeah i mean like it's obvious quite obvious our world is fully polluted i mean uh, radiation levels on the west coast of the united states on the beaches of california three thousand percent higher than they've ever been and like the fukushima there's like there's it's, radiation floating over from fukushima still pumping out as we speak they still haven't covered that the yet Never. yeah it's been like what there's years? things come in the news for like a day, and then we forget about them, and they're still, still going pumping. on. All the Canadian uh, Pacific salmon is radiated now. Great. That's fucking great. Yeah. Although... Sadly know. enough. But you know, get in, we get most of our salmon from the Atlantic, where we are here. Mm-hmm. Because we're not living in BC, right? Yeah, it's far away. 
Yeah, yeah. So well, you know, it's I won't terrible, eat salmon terrible. when I go to BC then. For sure. You saying? Don't eat the fish. Eat. Uh, eat. eat. Are you vegetarian or something like that? Anyways. No. They, they got such good uh, vegan vegetarian shops and stuff down there. You don't even know the difference. Between yeah. Food. Yeah. Yeah. It's delicious. I've only been as far as Banff. Haven't gone farther. But I gotta go further. I gotta just go. I gotta go. I want to go to the East Coast too. That'd be cool. Yeah, I'll be in the East Coast on, uh, shit, I don't know, April something, maybe March something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I gotta get out there. Speaking of meat, though, there, uh, there's a chicken, the fucking Subway chicken is not real chicken. 50% at least not real chicken they found out with DNA tests. I was like, it's one of those headlines where you're like, it's amazing that they've studied this and now we know, but I always knew that. Yeah, like KFC. They're not Kentucky Fried Chicken anymore. They're only KFC. It doesn't actually stand for that anymore, right? Well, because uh, I, maybe I'm bullshitting again. I believe in everything I fucking read off the internet right, right, right. from three, four years ago. <laughs> <laughs> trying to yeah. open the memory files. But I'm pretty sure, uh, yeah, it was tested. And, you know, the KFC chicken, they got, like, they're bred with, like, no... Uh, no feet, so they can't scratch. And uh, is that no... they get them straight from the the horror houses there? Oh the, yeah, the really yeah, bad they're like ones? the worst. They're like from, the they go to the documentary boss. filmer. They go like, "What's that one? Hey, what do you? What's that docu? Uh, what's that chicken goop you guys film in this documentary? The one where you show? Yeah, we want that one. Yeah, that's terrible. where we're gonna work from. So yeah, that's the chicken they use, and they can't even call it chicken because it's not a chicken anymore. It's like hundred percent. It's like the chicken Genetic was hundred percent white. You know, what I like to see a biography on. You know what I'd like to shoot a biography on? Trademark mm. the idea. Okay. <laughs> Some, uh... Start a rave with this. Some, uh... Indian Reserve cigarette factories. That'd be sick. Mm-hmm. Has Vice not done one of those yet? Seems like something Vice would do. I feel like it's... It would be kind of hard to get your foot in the door there. Ah. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, I May have true. some connects. They may know where all the missing women are. Ooh. Ooh, I no. don't know. I don't think they're part Maybe of Maybe they're putting all the missing Aboriginal women in the cigarettes. Sorry, that was a rude joke. God, Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's actually terrible. Yeah, um, it is bad. I wonder... Yeah, I don't that's know. That's fucking something that I hate, too. Like, you know, I love making music, and I run the dance comp, and I teach English, and I do all this shit. I install tiles with my homies, and, like... But I'm, like, you know, not far off from, like... Dropping everything and just going to fight bad people. Like, I know oh, yeah. it sounds different, but, like, you know. It's like that movie go, Kick-Ass. You yeah, could do go, it. well, even worse, I'll go take out people known pedophiles. Go try and find out what's actually going on. Fucking move to a third world country where there's a genocide happening and join a guerrilla army and fight a dictatorship. Like only problem is then you just become like one of the numbers. It's sure, like, man, but it's uh, like you'd have this subjective, crazy experience that would be, you'd probably feel very helpful. And then maybe like you'd feel the opposite. Or yeah, yeah. Or you'd be like, it's or like anyone who joins a cause, the people who are joining ISIS, do you think everybody who's joining ISIS in their, in their, is in their right mind and is saying, this is going to help something. They're probably all just brainwashed either by themselves or by some sort of doctrine or by some sort of friend that's like, I don't know. Like, well, I don't know. You know, it's relative. A lot of people think they're helping and where one person sees justice, uh, another person sees oppression. Yeah. Depends where you're standing when you have to learn the lesson. Well, the thing is, I guess what the argument is by everybody is just, just being the, the cutting off heads and like the extreme of what you do. Now, that's an interesting thing because Mao let a bunch of millions of Chinese people die of famine knowingly. Um, 
you know, you look at like a lot. Most countries that have had extreme famines have been because of incompetent government and authoritarian like autocracies. Hundred percent. There's there's never actually like a big famine that they're like, oh, it was caused by the wind or it was caused by some sort of climate. It's just <laughs> stupid leaders. Years, yeah. And it's like, well, is isn't that as bad as like cutting off heads? Well, one's more visual and there's more blood and stuff. So so we like. That's why people are like, oh, in Saudi Arabia, they actually cut your head off in the public square and your blood dr- drains down the sewage. Not even a sewage, yeah. a separate blood sort of thing. But you're like, they can't be doing that. Well, we execute – not we, but in the States, they execute people. In Texas, they execute the most people of any state. In China, they, they execute people – they don't even actually know the numbers because it's over like 3,000. And most countries are like free – Five twenty, yeah, yeah. and then China's like we don't know because there's so many people, and they don't let you do the studies there. They're like, yeah, get out of our country. We don't, because they cut. I think they kill you for like a lot of things in China, like sure. treason or like stealing a certain thing from a certain person sure. or something. Yeah, everything's terrible, man. But it, yeah, but it's all relative, and there's these gradations of terribleness, and it makes us focus on one thing. Like everyone's like, oh, the enemy is X. Or the enemy of, uh, you know, we like, because that's what life is. We like we got to have things in categories, and it's like a video sure. game. There's stats. Well, we, and we want can, an antagonist. And... You need an antagonist. If you don't yeah. have an antagonist or a protagonist, oh, who's, your, who's this? Yeah. What's, where's the storyline here? I'm the protagonist. Sure. Yes. Yeah. It's like. You're the protagonist. Right. Of our yeah. own stories, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like, yeah, you, you can't just, but, but that's a constant, that's, I guess, social constructs that's culture that's the thing that are not really real like what's real is in a sense just the everlasting nothingness and everythingness like the kind of there's almost humans too because you know since day one humans were adept at uh war and like hating you had to be because they're also you're dead i know but we still haven't stopped like yeah that's crazy things humans do you know breathe uh, regulate our core body temperature to 98.6 degrees, mm-hmm. fucking kill minorities, uh, you know, validate ourselves. Like, yeah. it's just Subjugate weird. women. Yeah, it's so weird that, like, uh, and the only, the only reason, again, is, like, uh, that women are subjugated because the, the men in their mind that do this are, like, see them as a minority still. Like, the most people that are subjugating women are, don't stop there, you know? It's like, it's a power thing to them, right? It is. It's a superiority complex. Sure, know? but I mm-hmm. think what's interesting about these superiority complexes and these just different driving forces in our, in our biology or, or in our brains is, like, they're sort of unseen. It's like when someone's schizophrenic, it's just a, like it's a disease. So it's just there's this effect happening to your brain where you can't you're not your conscious self is not necessarily always the one that's like I'm kind of I'm talking about just any human right now. Like the guy who bit off the, who uh, cut off the guy's head on the Greyhound bus and ate part of his face and stuff. Yeah, that guy's like out now. Why? Because he's deemed psychologically sound. He was schizophrenic so- and alien told. No, he thought he was saving people from an alien. That's yeah, his story. Yeah. And that's been shown. Like he's saying this. No, like I. He goes. I know that I was schizophrenic. He's like, I'm. I'm normal now. <laughs> like I'm. I'm not. Para- I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, let that guy out. It's let, weird, eh? Let Paul Bernardo out. Like Carla Homoka's in like I don't yeah, know Bermuda sure, or wherever. Everybody she is. out of jail for some reason. Fucked up. Everything's terrible, man. It's like 
What's the point of jail for letting people out? See, because it's insanity, though. Well, That's re- what they rehabilitation. Uh, well, seeing as he did rehab, though, he did it for like three years, and now they're like, this is enough rehab, I guess. Because the point of rehab is sure. not I to mean, keep him there for it's life. It's on right? him, whoever deemed him fit for society again. Yeah, it's because if he is, and he and he he did uh, his rehab, and he is changed, and he's mentally secure now. Like he's got to change his name, that's for sure. He well, changed. no, but good for him, you know. Because if he actually was crazy and he's not crazy, then well, yeah. he killed somebody. He's got to live with that for the rest. He of He does his have life. to live with that. And who well, am I to judge? Yeah. Well, yeah, and it's also like if 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 we as a society want a thing called rehab to exist. Then the end goal of rehab should be Put to rehabilitate this yeah. person. You but I mean, then again, it's like you want to you want you, you want a double edged sword that guy right? on the bus. No, yeah. no, I don't actually. No, I don't. <laughs> that's it. I mean, it's like you know, it's mm. weird society is and humans life. It is weird. Everything's weird, and, and it's also like everything's good and beautiful. It is. Let's get Just more like, to that side. Well, that's <laughs> yeah, that's kind of our original point. You said that at the beginning. It's um, but this is the yin and yang of life. I wonder if I do talk too much on the negative side sometimes because, like, a couple podcasts I've had here, or even me and my friend Jenica, by the end, we're like, shit. We thought we were gonna. We forgot all this happy <laughs> shit we were gonna talk about. Like, we got so in the spiral of talking about negative things. I don't know. Do, do you think uh, people like lean? Like, I guess that's just part of whether it's depression or, like, different things. You kind of, like, lean to one viewpoint. Like, you'd be very cynical for a while. Then maybe something will change. You'd be, like, kind of, like, positive for a while. Or do what do you think? What do you like? Personally? Yeah. Oh, I always, uh, I'm constantly on the positive because I'm never, uh... That's what your music talks about. Yeah, just staying on the positive. Again, like I said, living in a moment that, um... A lot of people, I find, don't have control over their mind. Even though they think they do, mm-hmm. but when you when a situation happens and you leave that situation and, and you're not happy with the result, and you start going through your mind what you should have said, what you could have said, how it would have played out, what you're gonna do next time, that's all terrible. You don't do that. You don't do that for yourself. You, you don't do that for the vibrations you're giving out for the next person you're gonna act, interact with. Leave that situation, you know, and like. You have to learn to uh, stop fantasizing. That's what people do, basically. It's like they sit by themselves, yeah. and when they think they're thinking about stuff... They're fantasizing about what their reality should be, uh, or like, about, I want to be this kind of person, or I wish this person thought this, this about this, me. or I wish yeah, this, yeah, or yeah, with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's okay to think a little bit, but when uh, I know a lot of people, most people, they get caught in this, and like, what you need to do is stop yourself. Because what you're really doing is like just upsetting yourself. It's only you. You could be sitting in yourself or sitting by yourself in a room thinking about what you should have said. And like mm-hmm. next thing you know, you're upset and you're mm-hmm. by yourself mm-hmm. in the room. And it's, it's only you who's your worst enemy at that point. Yeah. And people carry that around. Like they'll, uh, you know, your girlfriend says something to you. And it upset you. So I walk in and you give me a half-assed greeting and then I get weird and then, you know, it, it fucks up it everything spreads. just from like a bad disease, like mm-hmm. bad vibrations, man. Mm-hmm. So it's best for people just to not dwell on their thoughts. Like, you know, use your mind as a tool. When you have to use it, yeah. you pick it up, you turn it on, you use it, yeah. and then you turn it off. And when you get to turn it off is when you focus in on the task at hand or what's right in front of you, you know? Yeah. You're sitting with We're the loved one. Action. Truth is in action. Joint, I heard writing. that. Yeah. That's a, I think Krishnamurti, Krishnamurti always says that. He says, like, 
There is no path to truth. Truth is a pathless land, and truth is in action, not thought. And truth thought is, is in action. yeah, that makes sense to me. And I, I guess that's more of a. It's not even really philosophical. It's more just saying like, it's almost like physics. It's just like truth is in what's going on. Like who's who's doing what? Who's driving what car into what building? Like what is going on? Well, who's making a Martin Luther King type speech and in 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 inspiring all these people who's making music who's do who's writing books who's doing science like things are going on everybody's doing things and that's truth there's there's no like you can't pontificate about like i i i'm ideal and i think life should be like this or i think i want to be this person that's like you said like that's okay to imagine it's okay to like plan things and set goals and like all that kind of stuff but to start like, oh, I wish I had like a car. Like I wish I had oh. more of this. I do that a lot. Like I'm like, I lost this Adidas jacket with the yellow stripes. I have a red one with the white stripes. Uh-huh. But I moved one time and I lost this Adidas jacket. And they're like $70. And I'm like, I, I deserve that. I don't need that fucking jacket. But I think about it all the time. I'm like, I know I'm going to get one of those. I'm like, ah, oh, summer's coming out. Let's get it next year. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, I need that. I, I miss it. It's a material object. <laughs> yeah, like, it's yeah. not going to change me. It's yeah, not. but, you know, it's nice to have, again, that's the luxury of life that we have. It's nice to have stuff that you like. And, and yeah. you know, do you deserve it? Hell yeah, you deserve it, man. Go get yourself hey, a jacket. Go fucking buy it. Well, no, it's okay. It's just, that was just a DJ. DJ. <laughs> it was, like, left in from before or something. Man, like, uh, yeah, yeah. Go buy yourself the cookies. Eat the cake. Buy yourself the pants. Do whatever makes you feel good. Just not a... Uh, in excess, not in excess. Or do it in excess, whatever. I mean, like... It, so it's, you can, okay, I guess... It, it, it's hard to say because, like, you know, everything's relative and uh, what's good for the goose isn't good for, for the, the gander. For the gander, right? Oh. So, again, everything's terrible, even if I say... Everything's terrible. I like that. It's a good quote. You can't take it... Uh, no, everything is good. Such is life. Asias la vida. It's like... Uh, such is life, one of my favorite sayings, where it's like... Uh, it's just life, man. Yeah. Well, is is Semper Fi like that too? Semper Fi. Because you guys had a, that song, you and Marcel. Oh, yeah. Semper Fi is uh, Latin for it's Semper Fidelis, mm, which yeah. means always faithful or always loyal. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's slightly different. That's not... That's, that's not... That's a little different. You know what? Speaking of Mufik... I'm going to oh. splice that video in right here, by the way. That's, like a, that's one of the... You guys, that's like... Maybe you're both. It's definitely your best collab track. I don't know if it's the only collab track you did, but it's, no, it's, no, it might be both of your best songs. Like, really? It, for me, I yeah. guess as a fan, I really like the video. I really like Man, the, how long it is. It's like it's real cool. I like that. Two verses, no hook. They're uh, long verses too. They're like double verses or something. Oh yeah, yeah. I kick a lot. I actually really like the the second half of my verse. I'm like. uh this evil will never fit through the eye of a needle. Deceiver on my shoulder with an angel on my mind. I believe that I'm a soldier who's in danger all the time. I was enjoying that track. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Marcel goes crazy too. Oh, he kills it, yeah, at the beginning. What is he, he says like, um, what does he say? Uh, that's a that's a graffiti reference. Uh, what was it from? He says... Uh, oh, from... Uh... <laughs> Uh. Yo, fuck, pass.
passing the test. I'm a straight A student. The music is fluid. I fall in the trance through it. Felt the doubt, but I knew it. I'm the truest. Cumulus clouds, it's humid. The smoke keeps moving. The cold breeze, you in, keeps doing. I see you fuming with the humidex. Cumin in your soup, bitch. Use a uterus. If you could guess what the future nest, Sudafed, take a pill, blue or red. Instances is numerous, like gripping the crucifix life inside a nucleus. All right, I'm ubiquitous and do this through a superverse. I'm just a lab rat in a hazmat suit and a gas mask with a gap blast and flash grenades and blood splashing. Display skills and fillet fish with gills that breathe underwater. We trying to surf the seas and surface with a versatile steez. I'm squeezing letters together like scheme and scene running out of green. That's a graffiti reference to feed your essence. The way I teach a lesson sends you high like texting a greeting message. And that's it. Check my sediment, why my sediment filled with tenements? It's time to renovate, fuck that, it's time to revelate, so keep my sentiments. I don't want them, I let my sentiments hang, stringing them up, low light conditioning, watch the silhouette swing. Still in my brain, don't you feel the same thing? So my diligent gang will cut your life, fill them in strength, bang. Swing low sweetly, discreetly meet me halfway. Cause half my life is burned away up in the ashtray. And if I can't find out where my last hash is stashes, I'll be with the masses, hopping gases underneath the overpass. Yes, it's desperate times to call for desperate measures. But desperation don't usually lead to pleasure. The worst of the past is past to the dirt. The first year I'll be last, the last should be first. Coerced to live my life in reverse. Subversed in this life, are we cursed till we disperse? No reimbursement for our time, thanks. Just here to get all minds blanked and tossed in a hole. Please spare my soul, atone for all I stole. And repent for what I know, because it's my experience that leads to all my arrogance. I crossed the line so many times, he must be furious. How curious is that? But it keeps letting me back. Even though I take no slap from your yap, I scrap a chap, send a stack of suckers back to their mother's cracks. Hustle sacks and double back to re-up, shuffle home to put my feet up. Life's a beautiful thing, but not when you know what we know. This evil will never cross through the eye of a needle. This evil on my shoulder with an angel on my mind. I believe that I'm a soldier who's in danger all the time. From the concubine swine that I find killing my vibe. My eyes die when my pride's high. Collide with other blind guys leading the blind. She said I lied to keep your eyes dry. I said why, my eyes don't cry Just let it slide, no tempers high Abide to all the rules that I applied Inside I die, Semper Fi Semper Fidelis, overzealous, jealous Hell is coming, coming together Like you guys are amazing Like this is, <laughs> it's so good man I, You know I did this last night I randomly just started watching like Tino videos And like Sazy and like Toby Like I just go out and Chewy, and oh, I'll just man. go watch a bunch of local and guys. Like they're wild around here, man. When I get into like the 905 playlist and shit, and uh, Tomb Gang and all that, mm-hmm. man, I, it makes me happy. It, it, ma- it makes even Robel coming up in the game. Shout out, yeah, man. Okay, yeah, yo, hook, mm-hmm. hook us a metronome, <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> Are we on beat though? I'm always on beat, even when I'm off beat. Oh. Woo. Um, so we're back from the break. Um, uh, what I want, I think, I want to take it real deep for a second. Maybe I thought. I, I was thinking some of you. You have a lot of um, biblical references in your in your lyrics. Now, is that a is that a background thing for you at all, or religiously, or you dabble in just various religion religious ideas, or like? Personally, or do they just mean a lot to you? Much. I guess uh, 
I was never raised religious. Mm. I had the freedom to believe whatever I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Never really went to church. My pops took me to church a couple times when I was, you know, as an older child. Mm-hmm. Went to public schools, you know, didn't think much of the Bible or anything or any religion. I was just a child. And then I went to uh, Notre Dame where they force you in the religious class. And, like, I, I was terrified. Is that a high school? No, that's is that a, like a... Th- that's Saturday? a high school. Oh. No- Notre Dame is uh, 9 to 12. Okay. And um, it was terrifying the first time I went into the gym and seen everybody making uh, crosses. I didn't know what to do to follow along. Hmm. And uh, I wasn't really into it or any religion. You know, I was more into, like, I guess... Uh, I read a lot of books by the Dalai Lama, open heart, open hand, and, uh, you know, I really enjoyed their techniques. But then I was living in London when I was 17 years old, and uh, I was upset with the world, even though I was just a kid. I was upset how uh, I saw so much promiscuity and drug use and infidelity and just Mm -hmm. randomness, and uh, I found a Bible, and I read it, and for, I started reading it, and I... For years, whenever I had a problem, I could flip to any page in the Bible, and there'd just be, you know, one sentence that would just make me understand. Sum it up, yeah. Yeah, the problem that I had, and I'd be like, oh, and when I applied all the teachings of Jesus to everything that I've learned from the Dalai Lama, uh-huh. I was like, oh, well, I'll just be, you know, I'll just be this person then. And then uh, I really learned how to control my mind as to not be fantasizing and whatnot. That is also... Uh, like meditation techniques, you know, mm-hmm. Dalai Lama stuff. Mindfulness and like... Exactly. And, uh, you know, I, there is a lot of Bible quotes in my stuff. I'm always referencing it. And uh, sure, that's what I believe. I, I try not to push anything on anybody. Of mm-hmm. course not. But I find like... But you believe in... You're saying the... the like, for example, there's a version of the Bible you can get that's just called... Uh, I don't know what it's called. It's like Jesus' words are in red, basically. They're yeah. in a red color, and you can read through the Bible and see just what Jesus was talking about instead of certain other stuff that it's mixed with. But sure, all the rhetoric. I mean, the Old Testament is uh, it's obsolete, man, and that's what, unless you're Jewish. Right, right. Or unless you're using the Torah, which is you know, um, synonymous throughout many religions, yeah. Islam. But what, yeah, but Judaism. what's interesting, too, is even people who just follow the New Testament, they still got to go with the... First book of the first, like the Genesis, they're like that's Whoa. still our, th- like you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Not, I'm not saying the, that's that you have creation to, or... story because it's like they it's still the adopt of some God of them. Still, yeah. What what I don't understand is why uh, Christians don't, even though they're Christians, why they don't follow the old Jewish traditions because whether they want to know it or not, like uh, Jesus was Jewish and. Uh, he did all, you know, he was the creator of Passover and like all that. Well, not the, not the creator of Passover, but, but he was there. It happened, yeah, because of him, right? It's and they don't, in they the don't story follow, of the guy. Yeah, they don't follow any of those traditions. And it's hard for me to, uh, you know, label myself as anything because you could put me in a room with a Christian and with, you know, the generalized Christian, I guess. Mm-hmm. And we don't believe a lot of the same stuff, like, mm-hmm. you know. I believe everybody's got, if there is a heaven, you know, and there is a judgment and everything, everybody's got a chance, whether you're, if I was born in Islam, uh, like in the nation of Islam, mm-hmm. I would be Wait, are you Muslim. saying the nation of Islam, like the five percenters? 
like um like uh, Buster Rhymes and stuff like the five <laughs> yeah, yeah no no the, I mean uh, like if I was born anywhere um in in like an Arabic in in nation or something yeah, yeah. An, an Arabic nation not in just an Arabic nation but if I was you know if I was raised Muslim I'd probably be Muslim if mm-hmm. I was raised Jewish I'd be Jewish and believe in that probably yeah what's interesting it's is when you're nothing. little and it, and it not even, well like you said you're 17 but whatever that first religion that sparks you you know for some kids it could be like it doesn't have to be a religion it could be a drug or like a band or like a person or like somebody like enlightens them into some different way of thinking or like you said kind of a concise way of explaining their problems like you turn to a page in the bible and it says sort of it kind of it just resolves with you you're like i get that <coughs> yeah it, was just, it could uh, be in other things too but some people then and then this starts a journey into that religion and nobody's looking for the bad parts when you're a little kid or like at least the way it's presented to you especially like sunday school like i did sunday school when i was a kid so they don't tell you like any of the slavery things or the the negative parts which are the parts that people ignore these days because you can't certain things that you just in the bible that you wouldn't do today like stoning people or whatever the thing is anything in the bible that's bad right Mm mm-hmm Except for forgiveness, you, you make you, sure like, like everything's saying, obsolete nowadays. Like you, you make your own version of it, and then you go with that. That's what everybody's yeah. doing in the world. Because don't. So you got it be, being born in this day and age with so much controversy and this and that, and people at wars and religion. Like how, when you have the freedom to choose one, yeah. How are you going to choose one? If you're a fully educated person, you sh- even if you know you could believe in. Um, Science, too. I believe science and religion go hand in hand, and uh, astronomy and all that. I believe it all goes hand in hand, and mm-hmm. it's not to be warred against each other, but it is for some weird reason. Cause people just can't, like, yeah, oh, America. People are like, we could explain miracles with science. Hell yeah, you can, man. The only thing we have in our universe is uh, the proper elements and this and that that make something happen. When it happens, and the miracle of stuff is the fact that it happens. It's a when miracle, it right? The whole universe is a miracle. Isn't Everything's it? a miracle. <laughs> You're a miracle to me. Oh, Steve. thanks, man. No, but it really is. Like uh, even Stephen Hawking, he'll try to explain to you like the initial universe, the size of a pin, and then sort of expanding, and the mat or the energy turning into matter. They're like trying to explain to you how it didn't just spread perfectly evenly, or like what coalesced different matter into forming like stars and planets and things. It's like, they're trying to explain to you this, this, this mathematical way of, of thinking of gravity and the different, you know, and you're like, I can, someone can tell me that and I can sort of make sense of it. I can sort of like imagine it. Right. Uh But the difference is like the Bible's telling you that, but you're just accepting it at fate. Like, like even me, like when I was young, I just accepted it. I was like, that's, Sure. Seems logical to me. You're the like whole thing. seven days. You like Monday to Sunday. Yeah, yeah whatever. You like, assume the first day was called Monday. Yeah, they're just telling you. <laughs> but but the science, the difference is, I guess, it's just you're trusting the math because you're you're trusting these smart people sure. that have gone to school and that have done research and that actually do math. And there's because I don't understand yeah. math, me personally. Well, a lot, a lot, so like science is like you know. Uh, Peer edited and like yeah, if it's wrong, it gets found out in like yeah, two, three, try- five years. People are trying to disprove. They try to it replicate and your thing, and then they yeah. prove it or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, and the and the, the thing that people say that there's like these like scientists that are out to just get people. Like they know if they have a cure, man, they just don't want to tell you. If people people are people are generally altruistic. They if they have a cure, 
If you're a doctor and you go to school for fucking... I have friends that are depressed because they're in school for so long. It's so much work. And uh-huh. then when you find a cure, there's the money is because into letting the cure... It be known that you got the patent on the cure. That's the money. And then you get fame. And then you won. You win at your life in science if you get the... F- Nobody knows the cure for a thing and is not telling somebody. No, it's not counter. like that. <laughs> Can't counter. There are many published medical journals that have proven cures for stuff. For there was a guy in Alberta who uh, cured cancer, but he couldn't get the patent. Which type for it. of cancer? Because there's like forty types of cancer. Sure, a type of ca- any type of cancer is good enough to be cured. Because but if it's the, cured, why don't doctors know cured. about it? Like, why doesn't my friend who has a PhD in like epidemiology like know that there's a cure? Like, I'm just I'm not trying to argue from um no of course the calling of up of authority or whatever it's called because but, like without getting into uh, conspiracies and whatnot, but yeah, it, it's not profitable. It's not profitable for... For the individual? For the scientists? No, not for the scientists. The scientists, like you said, they are all alt- You get a Nobel Peace Prize. You could write books the rest of your life and sell as many books as if you they want. Can People will buy it, your book because you, you, you cured cancer. It's the book from the guy who cured cancer. Man, when make it, so much money. When it comes to battling the corporations, like look at who's that uh, piece of shit dude that raised those pill prices like Shkreli Martin Shkreli he owns yeah. the Wu-Tang album yeah yeah he's got the million dollar Wu-Tang album or whatever right now like yeah. th- those people are the enemy you know cause it's money in their pocket there's so many yeah, people in this world yeah but he's not hiding a world. cure for uh, it's kind of but he's I get holding what you're saying, it. but he's holding it just the same way that like this doctor in Alberta created a cure for next to nothing well, I'll write it down and I'll team. we'll talk about it in the next podcast. Yeah, yeah. What we'll is um, what's you, the guy's you know name? How I, I can't remember. You know how I found it is I asked. Um, it's Alberta. It's Alberta guy. Alberta guy cancer cure. Cancer cure. Man, what I did was I asked my phone, not Siri, but Galaxy on my Android. I asked her. I go, uh, is there a cure for cancer? <laughs> yeah. I go, what's the cure for cancer? And she says, like, she came yeah. right up to me and she <laughs> goes. In this year, and it wasn't long ago, like yeah. a couple of years ago, uh, Canadian scientists from Alberta created the cure for this and this. And Did they cure it in a human? They, I don't know. I don't know. They Probably a rat. It in a lab, right? Yeah, but so, rats, the studies and, that work on rats don't always work on humans. I'm just telling you <laughs> the story, okay? Right? <laughs> okay. So, Galaxy, I saw, I'm just blindly believing yeah. Galaxy here, yeah. right? But why would Galaxy lie to me? Right. Samsung, right? Some of their phones explode. I don't know. So anyways, uh, we'll check it out and we'll uh, we'll fact check this whole thing. Yeah. How much shit I spewed out. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I love to debunk things though too. I'll come up with stuff like this. Like I'll come up with something that should be debunked and then I'll just shout it out all the time and I'll think it's real for the longest time. I just like looking at the world a certain like I, I thought i knew that aliens existed for a long time like i like talked to them and stuff like that's kind of crazy but yeah. like i thought like you, you know thought you talked to them yeah yeah, oh. yeah at certain times in my life not gonna lie it's like uh you can just convince you all well, i mean okay you mind can, you probably drugs yourself but. anything like if you watch you watch that new movie uh split uh no spoiler alerts i didn't know it's a sequel in a weird way, to Unbreakable. Okay. Did you know that? Because Bruce Willis is in the end or something? He is in it, yeah. It's weird. I've never seen either of them. Uh, Unbreakable. It's a good movie, I guess. I can't remember. Yeah, Samuel L. was in that, though. Jackson? Yeah. I think he was the glass man, you know? Yeah, he was. Breaking. I forgot what I was talking about, though. Oh, no. anyways. Oh, and Split. 
that's what that movie's about. Spoiler alert. Basically, it's like uh, if if your mind actually believes it, yeah, then it can become true. You know, because it's your own. You make your own reality, basically. And, like well, uh, it's like the secret. You kind of do, and you kind of don't. Isn't that kind of what we're both explaining throughout this whole podcast? I think we're touching on that a lot. It's like yeah, nothing matters. That's nothing, everything is terrible, <laughs> but everything is beautiful, everything's right? Beautiful. Yeah, it's all. You should about, make a T-shirt. It's, it's all about love. Yeah, love is all you need. Yeah, love is all you need. And the tragic lack thereof. Well, hey, you want to plug? Let's plug. Let's plug. Um, Yo, let's plug projects, some stuff. music. What do people? What? How do people follow? End SoundCloud? of the podcast. Put this out. <laughs> I, I should. I should. You should be on SoundCloud. <laughs> Spotify though. You guys are on Spotify. We're on Spotify. We're on. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Let me get Spotify is better. Out. You should put this plug at the beginning. Okay. And sure, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right, all right. Off the top, plug in. Donnie and the Beat Chef. Shout out Arsenal Beat Chef. One of the best 905 motherfuckers. In Shout the out Arson. Yeah. He's, uh, we just, well, we dropped like 20 videos or something. We're about to drop another one next week or last week or whenever you release this. <laughs> I don't really no, I'll release it like tomorrow or something. Oh, yeah. Sure. Okay, okay. So, uh. Yeah, next week we're going to drop a nice little video. Two songs in one, maybe. We got so much more on the way, so stay tuned for that. Donnie and the Beat Chef. We're dropping it on Facebook and YouTube. And, uh, and you can go on DonnieYonder.com and listen to the album, right? It's on there. I, I played it on The Donnie music. Yonder album. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the next plug. Plug oh, it next. Yeah. Jump in the gun. <laughs> yeah. Plugs. Jump, yeah, plug it next. We got uh, Donnie Yonder. Shout out the whole band. I already did that. We got Mad Tracks on the way. Just dropped a video last week called Falling. It's out on Facebook. <laughs> Should be up on YouTube, but <laughs> I, I was fucking lazy, and then like nobody did it. <laughs> uh, we'll get it up there. We'll get it up. There. I'll d- I'll download it illegally oh, and put it up there. Yeah, yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So be on the lookout for Donnie Yonder. We'll be playing some shows, and uh, Donnie and the Beat Chef, Donnie Yonder. We go hand in hand, play those live together. We got lots of stuff going on. Shows coming up with my son, the Hurricane. We got. We got merchandise. You want that hoodies, pins, shirts. The pins, the gold pins are fire. Yeah, if you that. don't, if you don't have a Donnie Honor gold pin this summer, I don't want to see you out anywhere. Mm. You're not wearing that gold Donnie Honor pin. That gold pin got the wings. If you fly, put your wings on. I might wear two at once. Nice. <laughs> I like that. <sighs> yes. Okay. Thanks, uh, brother. Thanks yeah. for being here. Thanks for having me here, man. Shout out to everybody, man. Shout out. Shout out. Hey yo, who that? I'm with it. I can vibe too. I can vibe too. Who that? I'm with it. I can vibe too. I can vibe too. I got my shoes on my bed and I'm laughing at nothing. Took two to the head. That's what happened when I'm puffing. The roach burn my fingertip, but never my lip. I'm equipped with the iron grip. That shit never slip. When I flip like a set, you should stop like a rat. Stone like Rosetta, flowing for the cheddar. No regretter. I'm the better trendsetter. Cold-hearted bitches get boned in a sweater. If I had something better, you could bet that I would wear it. But I give my shit away because I'm really into sharing. And really into caring and caring and sharing and lowest. I noticed that you wore my favorite shirt home, damn it. I'm gambit on a rambling road. Old to the street, cold road. I chose, chose me, I suppose. I flows like LMNOs and all the hoes know I'm hung like an elephant nose. At my show selling clothes, cause I gotta make a dollar. So holla. Hey y'all, who that? I'm with it. I can vibe too. Follow it down to your base of operations. Found that moderation only lead to moderation. And mediocrity only breeds such. I'm playing double dutch with some bubble butt. Shh. 
trouble so much, never more, no one ever, than I clever is, Zevers is, all hivers on the clivers, if it's me, I admit it, I did it, shit it on your plan of attack, now take that, boom chicka boom, yo my grandpa is black, no he's not. Whatever, I'm a Z-Lot, old cold ranger, danger for a stranger. Pass me the mic in the ass cheek to fight. <laughs> yeah, I'm the mind medulla, obligated ruler. Time came to a stop, so drop the moolah. Autonomic swag bot, optimist, I'm still in my prime like all the time. Heimlich maneuver to the cutie with the booty. Hootie hoo, hootie 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 hootie. Hey yo, who that? I'm with it. I can vibe too. I can vibe too. Who that? I'm with it. I can vibe too. I can vibe too. Who that? I can vibe too. Who that? I can vibe. I can vibe. I can vibe too. 